sitting down with newly minted American NC2A US Open record holder in the 50 free and 100 fly and the first woman to ever go under 20 seconds in a 50 yard freestyle. Gretchen Walsh, thanks so much for taking some time to chat out of your very busy ACC schedule. You had the morning off this morning. How was the morning off? Uh, well, thank you for having me. Uh, the morning <laughs> off was really nice. I got to go to lunch with my parents um, and just kind of like get a loosen, get a massage, and I'm excited for the relay tonight. Will you be leading off, I'm, I'm guessing? I will. Be. Yeah, I'll be doing the 100 back. So. All right. From a swimming fan's perspective, you had a very historic meet so far. Um, let's just set the stage. You've obviously had a great season heading in, and I think your season, if, if you were to ask you before this meet, I think your season was kind of pointing in this direction, but how were you feeling just heading into this meet um, with your preparation and with the reps that you'd already put in previously in this season? Yeah, I was feeling really good. I think... Um... It's just been a really unique season for me. Um, sorry, my phone is messing up. Um, I think I'm in this situation where, like, I've never broken an NCAA record not at NCAAs and um, having already kind of done it. Or, yeah, I guess I did do it. Um, at midseason, I would just um, kind of change how I perceived, like, what I was capable of. Uh, overall and so going into this meet you know Todd pulled me aside and he was like don't be surprised if you break some more NCAA records here and I think like we're on the same page there that like I know that coming into this I was capable of doing that again um, like I've said it over and over again I feel like but like training has been really really good this year better than it's ever been um, before in my life I think I'm really enjoying the sport and um, just like those two things together have made this a really successful third year at UVA. And um, I'm like, kind of, I'm just like, I'm, I am shocking myself a little bit. I never thought that I would be in this situation before. I definitely never thought like I would be the one going a 19 and a 53 split. Um, I think it's pretty crazy thinking about it. So I'm really proud of myself. Um, I'm really happy for everyone on my team and I'm so grateful for their support and through all of this. I think like even they're just like, congrats on another one. It's like becoming a norm and it's that's weird to me. It's weird to say, but going into all this, I think I knew I was capable of it. It was just a matter of when and where I was going to do it. The, uh, you mentioned that this has been a unique season for you. And I think in a previous interview, you told, um, you said, you know, ev everything just has kind of been going right for you. Training mm -hmm. has gone really well. You're in love with swimming coming into this or throughout the course of this season. Now that it's on the tail end of it, do you feel like this is just kind of the next step? Um, or do you feel like something really significant has shifted for you over the course of this season? 
Yeah, that's a good question because I honestly, looking back at it, I haven't really changed much in terms of my training or anything. Um, you know, I have said that like, I feel like I've gotten a lot stronger um, and that's definitely helped. I've been focusing a lot on just like the power in my strokes and like taking less. I'm so, I'm a very tall, long person. And I think like, it's been a matter of like finding what I'm best at and then like utilizing those advantages. Um, so, and for me, that's like one of them is my height and another one is my underwaters. And I kind of like found that one earlier on in the game, but um, I, I don't think like nothing specifically crazy different. I know that I've like changed my freestyle stroke a little bit, but like in a 50 yard freestyle, it's kind of like, how much does that actually influence? Cause I only take like 13 strokes as it is. So um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just like my progression. Maybe I'm a little late to progressing and that's okay. Cause for me, like I do foresee myself swimming after college. So um, I'm excited to know that like there's room for improvement in all of my races and just like knowing that right now kind of like sky's the limit. So I'm honestly like couldn't be happier with where I'm at in terms of like how far I've come and like everywhere I have left to go. It's a great, it's a great outlook to hear. Uh, yeah. You, you, you mentioned your height, your stroke. Let's, let's dive into those things. Yeah. Uh, so, so you start night. Hold on. You went 140 <laughs> in the 200 freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> and Todd told me, or sorry, I think I heard Todd say, that was your idea to to go for that relay record. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I did the 200 freestyle individually at our Tennessee midseason meet, and it went really well. Like I won a best time. I won a 141. I really surprised myself, and I was just like, I think that this is a race that like I could actually be really good at now because I have been working on my stroke so much and just like trying to like hold myself together for longer distances um and so i've been training a lot of like 200 freestyle a lot of like hard free is what we call it where you just like for me like my hard free time for 100 is like a 51 so like we'll do those like kind of on repeat um and i think after that race I like just, you know, was thinking about, it. I was like, we should totally go for that record. Like, what are we doing? Um, and because, I mean, at the end of the day, we were like three tenths off of it. Oh, it was devastating. But um, I think we, I mean, everyone gave their all. I was going blind after that race because I had produced so much lactic acid. I literally was like trying to wipe down the the block for Ella and I could barely see her. I was like barely standing. Um, I definitely took that race out faster than I had hoped and planned, um, but I finished and that's kind of all that matters. And I dropped another second. So um, it would have been really cool to break the 140 barrier, but uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll probably do it again eventually. So um, I don't know, I, I'm really proud of like, dropping in that event and just for all the girls on the relay for giving it our best go because it's not easy to like have that kind of goal going into ACC's where none of us are at our full taper 
Um, and yeah, so we went for it and it was fun. We had a very good like bonding experience doing it, but it hurt a lot. <laughs> I did not swim it the same way that I had swum it at Tennessee. That is for sure. <laughs> I... <laughs> I didn't actually see the race, but I was looking at our comments and people were like 140.2 or they, sorry, they were like, she's out in 47. Oh my God. And then they yeah. were like, oh no, piano. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, last 50. <clears throat> it hurt. <laughs> I think sometimes I forget like my own, I'm, I like rely on my easy speed, but I forget that like it can kind of come back and bite you in the butt because, uh, <laughs> It turns out I was going a little too fast to go out, but I was excited. So sometimes you just can't stop it, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, to be fair, the first, first swim of the meet, right? And then it's your like second or third 200 free of the season yeah. <laughs> in the last like four years yeah. or something. Yeah. There, um, there's room to grow. Yeah, there's, there's room for growth. And again, just like coming within three tenths of a relay that has Ledecky, Manuel, Leonel, and Ella East, it's like, you know, that that relay record is legendary. And to come that close to it, it like you said, at a conference championships is like, is, is really cool. Yeah, I know. It is a legendary record and it would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm but still pissed about it. <laughs> I think it's a sore subject. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about it yet. <laughs> um, okay. So fast forward to next night. Uh, you know, tuner free relay. You don't lead off. You you break the NC2A record in the morning in prelims just as a warm up. How are you feeling after that race? Like, did you know, oh yeah, I've got I've got another two tenths in me? I don't think I knew that I had two tenths. Um I would say 20.5 like has been a goal, but more of like an NCAA goal. Um, so that was shockingly awesome. Um, and yeah, I, I don't really know like exactly where it came from either because I swim that race with like the same strategy every single time. I don't really switch things up. Um, I do remember seeing my teammate Jasmine on the turn and I was like, oh, shoot, like, I got to get going because, like, I I was just like, I couldn't tell, like, where I was at. And so then I, like, really tried to, like, power home those underwaters. And I think that it that did the trick, clearly. So, um, yeah, I mean, 20.5 was that was a shock to see that. But coming off of the relay, I think I knew that I was capable of doing something similar to that was was that emphasis on the on the second underwater the biggest difference for you from the from the prelim flat start swim to the final flat start swim did yeah you, did you feel like you changed anything else significantly I there think, i don't think i changed anything else significantly i think i just like really gave a lot in those underwaters and i think i forget that like in a 50 free you don't really go in thinking like oh, this is gonna be really painful, but I tried to make it hurt. So I think I need to go in with that strategy every time that like a 53 <laughs> can hurt too. So um, yeah, just like really giving it my all there. And 
um, besides that, like I really did stick to the same like stroke count, um, kick count stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And then for was was 19 on your radar at all? Like, did you think were you like, I can do this or this is possible at any point? Um, yeah, I mean. Todd has obviously been like talking about it. Like he was the most psyched about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it has been on my radar. Like we knew that the start was going to have to be really good. And we've been working on my relay starts a lot. And honestly, it wasn't like, I would say it was like the perfect start because it was a point one. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't like too close where people would be like, Oh, like, I don't know. Like if it was like double O then, that would have been, you know, a little, <laughs> little close there. Um, yeah. But I think it was like the perfect start. And uh, yeah, I just kind of like went out there and did it. It feels like a blur. <laughs> I don't even remember it very well, but I was really, really excited afterwards. And Alex was saying before we were talking in the ready room and she was like, I'm so upset. I'm going after you. Like, I'm not going to be able to see if you go to 19. And so when she got out of the water, I was like, Alex, I did it. Like I went to 1995 and she was like screaming and she was so proud of me. So, um, I think people like knew that I was capable of it. It was just a matter of if I was going to actually do it because a lot of that just comes down to details and like the reaction time. Like that is such a big part of a split like that. Um, so I was just happy that I did it, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, just watching that video, you know, you can hear the crowd go, Whoa! like, yeah. you know, everything like swells up and you can tell like, oh, that, that was a really big moment. Yeah, it, it was cool hearing that. I think <laughs> I knew. It's kind of cool when you like touch the wall and you hear like, either everyone goes like quiet and they're like, Whoa, or like, they're like, ah. Um, so that was, that was a really cool moment. And I've like watched the video and you can even hear it in that, like you were saying. So um, yeah, it was pretty special. And then to have your sister go after you to have the, you know, an NCAA champion in the 400 IM split 20 point in the, I like, know. I feel like that's going a little under the radar and underappreciated because it is crazy yeah. to me that Alex, this middle distance star, split 20 point. <laughs> no, it was, she went so fast. And I agree, it has gone under the radar. She's like, you're stealing my spotlight. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no, that was a crazy fast split too. I don't think anyone really expected her to go that. And like, we got the NCAA record in the relay. And it was a matter of all of us. And um, that definitely helped because I think that's probably like right around what I had split on it last year. So um, who, maybe she'll go 19 next year. I don't know. I guess she'll be done. But um, yeah, no, that, I was really proud of her seeing her sprinty side come out a little bit. So yeah. So, so speaking of the getting the NC2A record in the tuner free relay, I didn't like that thought hasn't even crossed my mind because there's been so many other incredible swims but also because at this point at conference meets or at, at ACC's UVA has just set the bar of like, you guys so are going to break NC2A records. Like, yeah. like every time you guys do a relay at ACC's, it's going to be it's NC2A. Like, what is right. that like for you? You know, like you mentioned, you're kind of getting used to breaking individual records, but like you guys 
have just been doing this for years now. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, going into this year, I thought it was going to be definitely a little different just because without Kate, um, she was like a super key part to all of our relays. And um, I don't think we necessarily like considered it possible to break the already their records. Um, and so we went into that relay. I was like, what's our goal here, guys? And they were like, we just got to win. And I was like, okay, let's just win it. Um, and then we broke it. And I was like, I looked at the time and I was like, oh my God, guys, like we just, we just broke our record again. And, um, I think it came as a shock to all of us, but, um, I think like in a way it just shows that like, I think the program itself is in this for the long run. Like we are kind of creating this whole legacy. It's not, I don't see an end in sight soon. So um, that's really exciting for us. And um, I think just like the precedent that we've set of like getting NCAA records every time we do a relay, like it's a lot to live up to, but um I don't think any of us are going in thinking like, oh, if we don't get this record, like we're bad. Like we're very aware that like Kate is gone and it's going to be hard, but that kind of makes it just that much, much more special when like it does happen again, because we're like, oh my gosh, like we just keep getting better. And it's like really, really like motivating for us, I would say. And just like knowing that the work that we're putting in is paying off um, as a team, because it really is a team effort at that point. So, yeah. And I, I also uh, feel like that is one of perhaps Todd DeSorbo's superpowers is managing those expectations. Yeah. Right? Or, or, or making it more of a game than a something to live up to. Yeah. It's definitely more about like, what are you capable of? rather than like, what do people think you're capable of? Because um, at the end of the day, it's like, who cares what everyone else thinks? <laughs> like you want to be happy with your race. Um, Absolutely. So I think he does do a good job at like making us put ourselves before anyone else's idea of like what we could be. Um, and that makes it, I think more special when you do, Cause then you're like, Oh, well I just proved everyone else wrong and I just shocked myself. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Who cares what swim swim says? That's what I say. <laughs> um, okay. Last thing. Tell me about the, tell, tell me about last night's hundred fly. Um, obviously okay. you had gone 48, three in a hundred free heat. So that, you know, that's, that's a whole different thing, but it didn't officially count, okay. but yeah, last night's 100 fly, what were you thinking heading in and, and how did you feel about the execution of the race? Uh, I felt really good about going into it. I thought like pre prelims was, you know, I felt good, it felt relaxed. Um, so I knew I could go faster at night and I definitely wanted to just like officially get that record because I don't think I realized when I was doing it, like Todd was like, oh, you should just do it fly. And I was like, okay, awesome. And then I got the record and he was like, oh, well, it doesn't count. And I was like, wait, why did I do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, what? But um, anyways, I was still like feeling good and I knew that I wanted to get it again officially. And so going into that race, I have been working a lot on like the timing of my walls and I don't really know what happened, but like, 
I thought my timing was all wrong. I really didn't know what I was going to touch in um, going into it. I think I was honestly like not nervous, but like a little distracted. I don't know. Um, and so when I did eventually touch the wall, I was shocked that I had gone a best time. And so that I set the record and um, I thought it was like one of the most poorly executed hundred flies I've ever done. However, that means that I have a lot of room to improve and me and Todd have already like come up with a way for me to hopefully like finish on the wall, like with the right straight, like don't glide. I don't know like what else to say about that. It was a pretty hard race to watch back, but um, I think there is a lot of room for improvement there. So I'm excited about it. And um, I'm honestly like really thrilled with the time because like, if that's how I feel about the execution of it, then like, I know that I'm better and I'm capable of more. So um, overall, like awesome race and I'm ready to do it again, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully better. <laughs> do you, do you see yourself doing it again this season? Do you think that we'll see? I don't know. Fine. All right. <laughs> I won't. I, okay. Uh, Gretchen, you've been very generous with your time. I don't want to take up any more of it, but thank you so much for sitting down and breaking all of this down. It's great to get your perspective on all of these historic of swims. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed talking about them. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.